you getting in the uh, in the zone? Are your turkeys ready? Highway to the turkey zone. By the time is it highway this... to the oh to the danger zone. I always thought it was I went to the danger zone. I'm on to green. Mm-hmm. I'm on to green. I'm on to green. And it's the ninth hole, and uh, I'm I'm not gonna golfing be, poorly. It's gonna be horrible. <clears throat> I just saw <clears throat> a, a little drawing from my favorite artist Pants on Instagram. And it's a guy on, on the phone, he's washing dishes, and he says, we're going to need that turkey baked and stuffed by seven. You're playing with the big boys now, Mom. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> he's my favorite. All right, we're back with another episode of Opinions That Don't Matter. I'm excited to be here. Midweek, no one's around. I, I always go to work on holiday weeks. I'm like that nerd who shows up and no one's there, but I'm there and I'll sharpen the pencils. And It's just you and me all the time. No, but emails slow down and then... Mm. Yeah. It's true. Emails seems do like slow down. It's nice. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I'm Katie. I'm Sean. Howdy do. Welcome back. Um, yeah, it's almost Turkey Day here in the States. Go, 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 go. Did you know that um, turkeys are taking over the East Coast? And I'm not just talking about the ones in New York City. <laughs> no, um, there's turkeys that are... Wild turkeys? Turkeys, I, I think specifically in New England, they're just... Why do we have a shortage then? Well, these are wild turkeys, not... Yeah. <laughs> I'm crazy. Random thing to know. Do not approach a wild turkey. They're very vicious and very crazy and they'll run right at you and they puff out their, they're scary kind of, to be honest. They look like a creature from the underworld because they've got that weird sacky skin. Me too. I got that weird turkey. (laughs) The turkey neck. It did, they gross me out. We'll talk about that a little later in this episode because I have. Sean. Okay. But wild turkeys. (laughs) What a segue. We're going to talk about turkey necks later. Hang around. Um, wild turkeys are all brown meat oh, or dark meat or whatever like you want to call it. Yeah. But it's just, uh, my dad used to ever, I think maybe only twice in my childhood had hunted a wild turkey for us or gotten one from a buddy or something. They were in Eastern Washington. You'd have to go over and get them. Today mm-hmm. on our walk, mm-hmm. Roxy encountered vulture. vultures, two of them. They were eating a squirrel. Nature has its way, right? It does. Nature is I, metal. I felt bad for the squirrel. Um, I always do. They're too cute, but they also chew at our house and stuff. So I'm like, but there were two turkey vultures. One was on the lamppost keeping watch, and the other, they always look like they're up to no good. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, Roxy saw it. Oh, she was excited. I filmed it. I'll put it on the screen because we'll be allowed to do that. Last week, we had some video footage that I tried to put into the video, and it didn't make it. Um, No more trailer park boys. They won't allow it. YouTube struck us down. Rude. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. (laughs) The Supreme Court of YouTube. A button. And, and it, we've lost. So I'll, I'll post footage of But uh, I thought it would be fun to have Bubbles say, call me Scorpion. Yeah. It's such a funny clip. But they said no. Alas. No. Also, we've been having trouble with the... Are we still having trouble with the quality? Mm. Apparently they say the quality of this podcast is bad. <laughs> but um, boom. Sean will be here all night, folks. No, but it uh, it takes like many days, many moons for it to go from 360p to uh, 4k you know glorious 4k but we shoot in 4k so fucking get your shit together yeah not you i'm saying that to the to the yt uh prime minister david weighed in and told us that on his samsung tv he's able to see it in 1080 immediately okay at least it's 1080 but it is still not 4k i don't know why his t- i think his tv's upscaling mm, thank you samsung. Yo, your tv's upscaled bro <laughs> thanks david redacted yeah um yeah it's been a it's been an annoying 
yeah. to say the least. Because we work hard here at OTDM, and we expect what we put out to be picked up by the YT. Yeah, we're being um, shadow banned. <laughs> you know, <how laughs> everyone who's not claim. popular says, I'm being shadow banned. No, nah, you're just not putting out the best Maybe show. Maybe people just don't like your shit. Yeah, no. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I like the people who like our shit, and that's, that's all it. that matters. It's a, a little club. It's a small private club. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Roxy mm -hmm. and the turkey vultures that happened today. Your mom made some pie crust, which I'm going to turn to tortier. Sean's very excited. Busy making tortier this evening. Does anybody else's mom come to town and all of a sudden you realize all the things that your house is missing? Mm. Because she's like, do you have, and I don't even I remember what it's called, a pastry cutter, I think is what she called it. And I'm like, oh, what? I don't make pastry. I don't know what that is. I don't means. make pastry. Um, it's almost like that sex in the city when Miranda hires a cleaning lady. And she buys her a rolling pin. And she's like, I noticed you didn't have one. And she's like, what do I need a rolling pin for? I'm going to whack people. people. over the head. Mm -hmm. So I felt that because I'm like a pastry cutter. And she's like, you know, the thing that you use. And I'm like, you're going to have to be more specific, mom. And she had to pull it up on her iPad for me to know what that was. Mm -hmm. And the answer is obviously a very clear no. I don't have one of those. And she's like, it's okay. I'll do it with my hands, but it makes her job easier. And I understand why. And I meant to go get one or order it from Amazon or something because she's making you all those pie crusts oh. and it saves you all of this. Oh yeah. Cause yeah. you get to just roll that pastry cutter thingy. Gotcha. Things I don't know about. Things the I The world did. of cooking. It's a mystery to me. So. Yeah. Um, and we never had room in our kitchen for, and we had, we had way too much stuff even for our apartment. And I'm always of the thought of don't buy stuff just to buy stuff. Like I buy things because I we have heavy use. Like I bought us a big platter because you always tell me you need a bigger platter to take out to the barbecue. And when we have a chicken, you're like, things are flying all over. And so I found one. Bless you. I tried to fight it, but I lost. Anyway, I try not to just buy things to buy things for the kitchen because you can get gadgets on gizmos. A willy waller, a turnip twaddler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Late yeah. night purchases watching television. I was just quoting The Little Mermaid. I was quoting Bloom County mm. and um, Tete Clack. Oh, Tete Clack. Willy Waller. Oh. You know? With the funny teeth. I love Tete Clack. <laughs> you haven't watched Tete Clack, I highly recommend. Um, but anyway, so she made you all those pie crusts. We've yeah. thawing out all of our meats. We have the meats. Yep. It will already have happened by the time you listen to this. Torts here is a nice blend of mm -hmm. pork and beef, both ground, and then I add in a little venison. Just, mm -hmm. I know that some recipes do call for, you know, throwing a little wild game in, like sea pie is, you know, bear, uh, deer, Elk moose, or whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah, whatever you can get your hands on, squirrel, mm -hmm. chipmunk, doesn't matter. Squab. Just uh, squab it up. People are asking if we're cooking up or if our squab was thawing. Really? If we'd caught our squab on the Patreon live stream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 First, you got to catch the squab. That's so the toughest part. you spread bird seed around, you know. Yep. And then you send Roxy out to collect the squab. Mm -hmm. She's all cute, curled up like a pupper at our feet. Yeah. Uh, I bumped she, her, she, but it's her butt. I have not her head. So she does a thousand miles an hour or zero. Zero. It's just. Go, 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 go. Boom. Yeah. It's really funny. She's like that. She's going to get a bath today and her toenails clipped and she has no idea. Oh, nice. Maybe I'll take a bath and get my toenails I clipped. I could clip your toenails. In the bath? No, it's after the bath. Put your, bone, bone. <laughs> Put your other foot out. That that sounds like a pants drawing. If right. you haven't looked up on Instagram, pants, pants, it's the same as pants, pants. Mm -hmm. I just love him so much. And he's very funny. But yeah. anyway, um, tomorrow we're cooking a ham, some mashed potatoes, some sweet potatoes, some turnip. I like turnip. turnip. We got some turnip. We're going to turn it up. A little mm. bitterness to offset the the sweet, sweet ham. Mm. And then what else are we doing? Oh, pumpkin pie. I got Jager the Meister shots. The Costco pumpkin pie 
is the best deal around. You get like a pie the size of three pies for $5.99 or six. It's like so cheap. It's the Costco way. It's the loss leader, right? Mm -hmm. So they lure you in with a giant pumpkin pie mm -hmm. or a hot also dog buy or pizza or whatever. Your hams and your potatoes. Yeah. And then you leave with a shop cart with like 17,000. You're like, I don't know. Can I finance this? You're like, oh, we could, got you covered. You need a <laughs> casket with that? What do you need? You want uh, some tires? Tires? Tires roofing? to get you out of here? Casket yeah. to bring a you roof back. over your head. We got that too. Mm -hmm. Some doors, want? windows. Yeah. Car. What do you, need? you want a car? You want a car, buddy? Yeah, I want a car. All right. <laughs> they do Let's have take this everything. paper to the dealership. I randomly went with my mom, like I don't know, three weeks ago, let's say, to Costco, and got all of our wrapping paper for Christmas, our Christmas cards, uh, some tape, and bows, and they were all for like I don't know, five dollars, ten dollars. It was so nice, and I was like, and now I'm done. Oh, there you go. Because I usually have to, you know, plan and think about it and blah, 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 blah. And wait for it to come to the house because I don't like to go anywhere. Mm. Anybody else? Yeah, I like everything delivered. I notice uh, I'm getting a lot of Amazon notifications. So No, but... I haven't bought anything on Amazon. No. I don't think. No. Mm, must have been me. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> uh, Amazon's weird because they, they send you a notification say that something's going to be delivered, but they never tell you what it is in the email and the notification. I'm like, well... Something. Okay, thanks. You know, people buy a lot of things from Amazon and, you know, sometimes it'd be nice to know what that something is that's coming. Just put the, like, what are you worried that someone else is going to read my email? It's right. too much security. And then know what, what's going to be shipped to me? Like when I need to get a password. Exciting things like dog food. Right. And thermometers for chicken. Well, it'd be nice to know if it needs to come inside right away. Like if it's... It's never refrigerated, John. That's true. That's true. I but have no more, excuse. Never mind. It's more like... Who cares if you're going to tell me something to be delivered? Let me know what I can look out for. Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we had an excavator breakdown. Uh, something was digging a little trench so our sewer line could be. I mean, little trench York. is an understatement. Yeah. Our whole lawn is dug up. Well, just one line of it, but uh, that broke down. So, so the construction project goes on. That's our update there. We don't have anything else going on there. Nothing, um, nothing's been going on this week. But so. are you overwhelmed by the holidays? No, I don't feel overwhelmed. Good. I think. We, the thing that I struggle with the most is we have a small team of people. So we have, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, maybe six or seven people on our team. And I'm always the one that buys the gifts for those people. And that's the hardest thing for me. Oh, everyone gets the same gift. Just everyone gets the same. I know, a but VCR. What a VCR. Everybody gets a VHS copy of National Lampoon's Christmas Perfect. Vacation. They'll, they'll love it. <laughs> So that's the hardest thing for me. And that's the only thing that I dread. And I know this weekend I'm going to have to do that because you want to get things to people before they potentially leave for mm -hmm. the holidays. Right, 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 right. So that's all. But other than that, I'm fine. Cool. I feel good. I don't know what you want. Sean never wants to tell you anything that he wants and he's very hard to buy for. Oh, you're already into the next holiday. That's what Thanksgiving is, is the gateway to Christmas. Oh, I just, I forgo that and I start looking at Easter already. Like what? <laughs> What can we do for Easter? And then as soon as we get to Easter... You just skip right over Valentine's boom. Day? Well, right. no, that's a given. I mean, I already know what I'm getting for you. Uh, what are you getting for me? I can't tell you. That ruined the surprise. Ruined the surprise. Yeah. Um, but then as soon as Easter happens, mm -hmm. the Easter bunny leaves, and then the scarecrow shows up, and you have to start thinking about your uh, your holiday outfit for uh, Thanksgiving. I mean, for... Um, for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sean's going to dress up For as Halloween. <laughs> As Gomez for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get them all mixed up. We watched that film, and I hadn't watched it in like since I was a child. I feel like, and it was super cute. I forgot how cute it is, and how in love Morticia and Gomez are. 
but in a weird, creepy, you know, goth way. I like I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, what's that giant sport that's happening around the world? Everyone is crazy about it right now. What is that? Soccer. Oh, I was like, is this a trick question? Am I supposed to say hockey? No. But yeah, soccer is the biggest sport in the world. People are losing their minds about it. And then it's full of controversy. Why? Is it the world? Do they have the World Cup or what's it called? Yeah, I think so. FIFA 2022 World Cup. I know FIFA. FIFA, FIFA, FIFA. Okay, cool. I know. I don't really care about soccer. No offense to my European folks. I don't care about a lot of sports. Yeah. The only sport I, well, actually, I don't really care about any of them. But I follow hockey with you, mm-hmm. and so I get somewhat interested if we can make it into the playoffs. Then I'm invested. Yeah. Um, but even football, I don't know. Yeah. Eh. Will I go to a game? Yeah, because it's an event and that's fun. Do I care? I don't. Yeah, I'm not too into soccer. So, but you know, I, it's interesting to hear what's going on around it. So, is it? How does it work? Tell me what's happening. Oh, there's like 90 people on the field. The field no. is really big. No, they I know soccer. I understand soccer. I'm just saying. Is this, are we like in the semifinals? How many teams I are still in it? I think they just got started. And I don't know how many teams are in. I don't think every team from around the world makes it. You have to qualify for it. Okay, just like the, the playoffs, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Some people are left in the dust, right? Yeah, some countries did not make it. And I think this was the first time in 35 years Canada's been in it. So that's good. Yeah, I did know Canada hadn't been in it for a really long time. And they yeah. were super stoked. I think our first match is against Belgium. But after that, it's a little... I don't know. I don't know anyone on the team. I don't know. Hmm. But there's so much controversy around it. And Why so is there controversy? Well, um, I can post an article link, but I kept hearing like, oh, shame, shame, shame on mm-hmm. FIFA, shame, shame on uh, the country of Qatar or Qatar. Oh, it is K- Qatar 2020. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so I think the first thing, so this all comes from, if you just Google it, controversy World Cup. Okay. You know? And really, I, I don't know how accurate it is, but it seems to be pretty accurate. So um, far, it looks like there's four matches, by the way. Okay. Canada versus Belgium, November 23rd. All so right, we're going to take the cup. And November 23rd, the same day. So this says Group F, and then Group E mm. is Spain and Costa Rica. Uh, Spain's win already. I like the Ticas. Costa Rica, my peoples. Oh, I spent, people. Well, I mean, I spent a summer there. Group E, uh, which is... Oh, so there's group E and F. Uh-huh. So group E for this match on the next day, the 23rd, is Germany and Japan. Oh, oh is this happening now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is now because it says uh, it's two to one, Japan over Germany. Oh, And group F, which is also today. Should I call Jurgen? Hey, buddy, what are you doing right now? <laughs> Morocco and Croatia. Mm-hmm. And that's all that it says, just those essentially eight teams. Okay. So maybe that's. Reaction to wins for Belgium, Spain, and Japan. So those are the ones that won. Mm. Oh, Spain killed the Tika seven to nothing. Belgium won over Canada one to nothing. You guys put up a good fight. I love that. That it's it's okay. It doesn't take anything to play soccer, right? It takes a ball. So oh, I was like, it to, takes a lot of skill. I thought you. <laughs> no, but the barrier to entry. Yes, and it's why very it's cheap a, sport. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can set up a basic soccer match anywhere. anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fantastic. Yes. So soccer is this global love that everyone has for mm-hmm. sport and blah, blah, blah. Uh, the downside is that sometimes when you have things that are so big and powerful that there's a lot of money behind it. And mm-hmm. in this case, and I'm, as with every major sporting organization, and there's always, I'm sure, bad actors, just like everything in the world. There's good and bad, right? Mm-hmm. And it seems like uh, this World Cup is overshadowed by some pretty 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bad things, let's say. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's it's a little frustrating. What are the I bad think, things? There's a list. Um, oh, okay. Let's get ready for this list. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, so Cutter was named the host in 2010. That's when they okay. announced this one. Oh, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Sweet Mother Mary. It was a stunning development uh, that triggered bribery accusations, like they paid for it. Oh. Uh, at the end of the day, if you're going to bribe, okay, fine. You know. Does that even matter? I think it matters. Well, it brings the, a lot of money into it. It's just like having the Olympics. Like people come in, it's really good for your economy, all that stuff. Yeah. But I think the, the implication is that the, the executives. Oh, took some monies. They take money. So they're greasing mm-hmm. their, po- their, their palms. No, they're greasing their, no, they're lining their lining pockets. Lining their pockets. And the, uh, There's the no Qataris palms being are, greased. are greasing their pockets that go into their palms. Anyways, it's very confusing, <laughs> but it, it sounds like that FIFA is corrupt on a, uh, at the, at the it's highest like level. It's the Olympics. They're corrupt too. Yes. Oh yeah. It's mm-hmm. so bad when the IOC goes to evaluate a country, mm-hmm. whether they can put the Olympics on, you're still going to have to host a, a party of like 90 people who are going to drink and eat. And you're going to, you may not even win the, uh, the bidding contest, you know, because they, you go, didn't have, they go for parties, they go for parties. So, uh, 18 members of FIFA's there 24 should just be a natural rotation. You know how, like, if you ever have been part of a, a group of friends that does like dinner parties or even like through, I don't know, even with other things that happen in the world, when it comes to like conferences that are put on, there's usually a rotation. Yeah. Okay. So it should be like, okay, let's say, uh, the U.S. hosted the last World Cup. I have no idea where it was. It was probably in Europe. But let's say we did. Then we can't host for another like 10 of them because it has to go around to the other whatevers or 20 or whatever. And the countries that are part of it and have a team that's part of it are the ones that get to participate. You're such an egalitarian. Well, but that makes more sense versus this like we get to pay or you have to come and we have to host you and like show you a good time so that you decide to pick us. It just feels very... Smarmy. I don't like Grimy. It. Grimy. Greasy. Greasy. Yeah. 18 members of FIFA's 24-person executive committee have since been implicated <gasps> in or investigated for illicit activity. And the global governing body's reputation has been irrevocably damaged. <gasps> Whatever. So People everyone knows that they're the rich get rich, you know. Yeah. Um, and are those our tax dollars? Wherever, whatever country you're in, they're yeah, fucking that you whining and dining you? Mm-hmm. Fuck right off with that bullshit. So the next scandal Mm -hmm. is that 85% of Qatar's population of 3 million people Mm -hmm. are foreign workers. 85% of the population. So they don't even live in Qatar. Well, they do, but they they live there, but they're they're from outside of the country. Mm -hmm. Rights groups have been documenting abuses and harsh conditions last year. Oh, no. It's like Xi'an. Don't buy anything from Xi'an. It's a a Chinese-owned fast fashion company. Don't buy fast fashion. But... They, they've been getting implicated over and over for essentially horrible conditions for their workers mm-hmm. and pay that isn't like, it, what's the word? Commensurate like, for the work? Yeah, labor? it's like inhumane. Yeah. I don't know what other word to use. Slave labor? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. So 
last so year, doing that too? the Guardian revealed that about 6,500 workers from Southeast Asia or South Asia, sorry, okay. they had died since Qatar was awarded the World Cup. 6,500 people have died building the stadiums and the, the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, it's... That's not right. No, they... Pull import. out. Let's, we should, why are we having this there? Well, that's kind of the, the, the conversation that's going on is like, And the hey, money that they, if they lined their pockets, they should have gone to pay the people for their work. I'm a fan of, of soccer. I think it's great that like countries around the world get to compete and this mm -hmm. brings us together and, you know, it it's something that unifies us. Yeah. But when all this shit is going on in the background, mm -hmm. like 6,500 people died to build... That's a... a yeah. Two times as many as 9-11. That's crazy. That's crazy. Next up, um, there are concerns about LGBTQ fans mm -hmm. descending on uh, Qatar where homosexuality is illegal. Illegal? And then a Qatar 2022 ambassador mm -hmm. uh, recently said homosexuality is a damage in the mind. So this what? is the oh official my statement from... What year is it? Well, What's it's, happening? You know, I respect other people's cultures, societies. I don't necessarily want to participate. I don't respect However, it. That's like it's so it's a big deal. And oh so God. the captains of several teams, they had an armband they were going to wear that said "One Love" mm -hmm. and had, I, I believe, the rainbow flag on it. Um, but uh, FIFA was really upset about it. What? Well, there's a lot of money involved, so people turn a blind eye to that's not right to the ills of the world when when money's involved and like oh we have to make concessions so then they have like uh um i think they fifa said well let's wear different armbands you know at different times and they'll say like the world loves soccer or you know or soccer loves the world or things like this like to appease hmm. anyways i don't like it i didn't like it either um it bothers me yeah so seven european teams announced that their captains will no longer wear the rainbow one love armbands after FIFA said players would be sanctioned. So oh, good on you, FIFA. Right? Fuck you, FIFA. <sighs> Anyways, so there's there's a bunch of little things. Also, they're not selling beer because, um, you know, and, and I get that if your culture doesn't allow for alcohol, but... Uh, is it illegal in Qatar? Why Why did it, Why did? is it there? I don't know if it's illegal, but I think they're they're saying, let's just keep down the, the, the boozing. This is more about soccer and, you know... Sounds so like that's a real fun. Cup. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah. Okay. I'll switch it up. I just I thought it was interesting that that's going on in the background of it. You have an odd juxtaposition. This mm -hmm. great contest where everyone around the world. Well, is, and that's what sucks is because I feel like in situations like that, it overshadows. This is why it should never have been in Cutter. They shouldn't have taken bribes if the country and the culture isn't conducive to having an event such as this. If there are crimes against people, it, it should just be not. A, they, they shouldn't even be in the runnings. Right. So because then all of this bullshit that was created by the fact that they chose this country to have it in, that there's uh, the crimes against humanity or whatever they want to call it. And the people got bribed and all this bullshit that overshadows the fact that these teams have worked really hard to get to this point. Yes, exactly. And so ultimately what this tells me is that FIFA doesn't care about anything but the dollar. Mm -hmm. If FIFA like was NHL, legit NFL. promoting the sport for the good of the world, mm -hmm. like, hey, this is for soccer lovers. Mm -hmm. We're all in this together. I'm so excited to, to be the governing body. And we're going to uphold things that we think are good because soccer is good. We're good. So when it comes time to pick a place to throw our party, yeah. you have to adhere to, one, human rights standards. Mm -hmm. Two, uh, acceptance of all cultures. Yeah, you because know. you're inviting the world to visit. It's like 
It's like having people come over to your house for a party. And if they want to do a prayer before you being like, no, yeah. or forcing someone to pray with you or, you know what I mean? And I know that's a really silly example, but it's like, also if someone doesn't eat pork and you're like, well, all we're having is pork and everything has pork in it, come over for my dinner party. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like it's just, you have to be accepting if you're going to throw a party of all different types of people and you have to be like, come on over, bring all your exciting ideas and cultures and stuff. And let's celebrate the fact that we're all different and that's yeah. cool. And ultimately, I guess we know what Cutter is mm -hmm. um, in terms of their stance on things. That's fine. But maybe they should have had to pass it, a skill testing right? questionnaire to, to get the, uh, to get the job. Cause now it just, it overshadows, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe not. Maybe soccer fans. If you're a soccer fan out there, Let I'm, us know. I'm not slamming you or... or oh, no. Or, it hasn't to do with the fans. No. It's the... It's FIFA and Cutter. Yep. And, you know... And if you're from Cutter, tell us if, what we're getting wrong. If yeah. Getting and I'm not wrong. slamming Qataris um, Is that how you say it? I don't even I, know. I think so. I'm not slamming those people. Well, I it's mean, not all people. No, exactly. That's the thing. It's that... Eh, it's just a weird thing. Anyways, I'm sure people are like, get on with it. We don't need to talk about yeah, soccer. And I also just want to throw out there that, that the news has been pretty terrible has lately. I haven't been watching. It's on every morning. That's why I'm in a good mood. I don't watch it. But I once wanted to acknowledge the fact that there have been a lot of shootings and a lot of deaths. And I frankly don't want to talk about it. And I don't mean that in a like, I get to, I know it's a privileged place to be like, I don't want to have to deal with it. It's just fucking depressing. And I have had a hard time watching it anyways. Uh -oh. So... But I just didn't want people to think I'm ignoring it. On I'm like purposefully, I can't for my own self. Oh, okay. Well, I won't talk about. Hey, you want to talk about some good news? Always, yes. Did you have a list of other shit that was bad that you want to talk about? No, that's it. Now, oh, on that's... my notes it says now for some good news. Because <laughs> I didn't want to make the soccer yeah. thing a big deal, but I did no, want to address is... it because it's such a. Huge... I didn't even know because it's like so out of my sphere. Yeah. So go Canada. <laughs> they already lost. Oh, are they out? Mm -hmm. you, you only have one chance to win, then you're out? I think so. Gosh, that's tough. Cutthroat. Every other sport other than hockey Come is that on, way. Give us another chance. <laughs> they really put up a good fight because Belgium only won by one. One to zero. Isn't that how most soccer goes, though? No, it's one like... was seven to zero. Oh. Costa Rica got killed. Was Cole Caulfield on the, on the other team? Because he scores a lot. He was, it's, he's from the States, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> no, we weren't in it right. that I know. Katie, what comes to mind when I say... Hey, you guys. The Goonies. The Goonies. The Goonies. Did you like that movie? Yes. Okay. Is that all you have to say? That's all I got. Is that the good news? No, the good news is that that house is up for sale. Yes. In Medford, Oregon. Mm -hmm. I think we should get it. I think we pull up steaks from Texas. We tried it. We didn't like it. It was too hot. Too hot here. It's time to move on. To the fucking depressing Pacific Northwest? I don't find the Pacific Northwest depressing. That's because you didn't grow up there. You're only there for short blips of time. Just when the raspberries show up. And I know. Eat them and I go <laughs> Berry season when it's hot and beautiful out, Sean, rolls in. I Like seasonal affective disorder is hardcore up there. Is Medford? Uh, Medford. 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 <laughs> mm -hmm. Is it bad for that no. as well? What's it? Oh, it's just dreary. Oh. And you're, by the, you're near the water. I want to say, because wasn't it filmed in Astoria, technically? Oh, am I wrong? No, I think the house is in Medford. It is Astoria. You're oh, right. is it Astoria? Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> I can't even do the news. You're so. doing great. All right. It says, good news for fans of the Goonies. Mm -hmm. The old Victorian home featured in the film is on sale in Astoria, Oregon. Astoria, uh -huh. Oregon. Oregon. And potential buyers are considering make it more accessible to the public. Oh, someone's, someone else is going to do it. That's good. See, it's right on the water. Oh, beautiful. So is that this, the Columbia? See, that's... 
Washingtonianness. That's Long Beach where we've been. See Long Beach. Uh huh. From Europe, and then that's Astoria. What, uh, and over here would be Portland. There's Longview. Oh. See. Neat. So, so you're on the coast. Yep, and you're right by Lewis and Clark National Park. It was built in 1896, sweeping views of the Columbia See? River. And there's Seaside and Cannon Beach. Nice. I love coastal living. Mm -hmm. I think I'm a coastal mountain person. A coastal mountain person. I'm not sold on the desert. Yes. I don't like getting sand in my britches. <laughs> Nobody does, Sean. Nobody does. In the coming-of-age film, based on a story by Steven Spielberg and featuring a young Sean Astin, mm -hmm. a group of friends fight to protect their homes from an expanding country club and threats of foreclosure. Where, what this? is this? The Goonies. Oh, is that what it's about? Well, that that's the backdrop. And then they... They discover a map, and the map is to a pirate treasure. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's the good part. I just remember the kids getting into this like old restauranty type place. Yeah, and then these murderers, these guys, like kill somebody. They're hiding out, and they don't. They're like, oh, they came in. These people. Oh, and then somebody's killed, and they're like, ah! and then they fall down this thing, and they wind up following the map more. Yeah, into this underground world. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. it's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. And Set they, my world ablaze. I looked for any way to find Then they find, find a cyclops, which is also cool. Hmm? Isn't he a cyclops? That guy is a... Chunk? Yeah, isn't Chunk a cyclops? No, I think he's just got one eye that's squinty. Oh, oh, you're right. He does have but both eyes. But he's like looking at them sideways all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <sighs> oh, <laughs> no you want cyclops. to talk about the turkey... Uh, oh, sure. Go for it, Sean. Do it. Ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. Harrison Ford mm -hmm. is to be... Mm -hmm. de-aged in indiana jones 5 what why is the digital technology they're gonna it's peel gonna look back. so weird oh you're reeling in the years they're gonna peel back the years on harrison ford like an onion get to the get rid of that dry look why? outside of the onion and get to that why don't they just let him be older why doesn't he like i don't know why isn't it his grandson or some shit i don't know all right here's the good news okay the 80 year old star is reprising his role as the protagonist for the final time in the upcoming movie mm. and will be de-aged using visual effects to appear as he did in the original trilogy okay but they're not doing it for the whole film i was just i was clickbaiting you katie oh it's just for the beginning it's just for the beginning yeah um it, they're just doing it for the opening scene which mm. takes place in a castle in 1944 yeah imagine the cost to de-age him throughout the whole film because whenever one thing I do know about filmmaking, it's not very much, mind you. You can't fix things in post. People use that term a lot. We'll fix it in post. Meaning we fucked up in the actual moment when we're filming. We'll do something on the edit bay to make it work. You never want to say that. You want to be able to fix it in post when you can on accident because, oh, I guess we need to add music here. Or, oh, we should probably cut that there. You never want to go in being like, don't worry, we'll fix that in post. And that's why this um, segment is brought to you by The Ordinary. It's not brought by anybody, Sean. And, uh, no, we're not sponsored. By <laughs> but uh, it made me think about mm -hmm. the aging process because as I'm getting older, I'm buying more and more products. To, Sean uh, loves products. To, yeah, I love it. I wish I discovered the world of product when I was younger. But there has been a lot You're of products. You're oh, Thank you. It's when we first started dating, he started using my stuff. Yeah. It's a gateway, you know, you move in with a girl and then all of a sudden you're like, wow, look at all these. Look you, at all these products. You have more than a bar of Irish spring. <laughs> That's literally what Sean had. I still have it, but I, I just use it to condition my, my snowboarding clothing. I leave it in there. To smell, to smell nice. Yeah. But uh, my favorite stuff is the ordinary. Mm -hmm. So rather than have to be 80 years old like Harrison Ford, when they come asking for me to do... <laughs> 
season 10 of OTDM. You're going like buff your face off with some crazy exfoliant. And I don't have to. Slather it in hyaluronic acid. As many of you know, I'm uh, 64 this year. I know I don't look it. But the reason why is since Katie and I have been together, I've been using uh, hyaluronic acid from uh, The Ordinary. Quite a bit of it. I drink it. I uh, I, I, Sean I bathe in it. Sean is not a dermatologist. Don't right. take his advice. But I recently discovered this other one that they have, and they call mm -hmm. it Botox in a bottle. And so I immediately was like, I'll try it because it's cheap. <laughs> it's like seven bucks or something. Mm -hmm. But our Gorilline solution, 10%. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll try it. And I thought, not bad, not bad. But I've just found out today that you're not supposed to mix things. Which, I was talking to our friend Jared and he said, uh, you got to be careful with what you're using. So I checked and these said, two go well together. He said, nicely. that's the thing with the ordinary is that it's individual <clears throat> products. So it's individual serum or individual solution. And you can't always mix them together because sometimes they'll like make one stronger or less than and they don't go well. And so like vitamin C was an example he gave and it's a very sensitive kind of thing and it's easy for it to not be effective because you put it with something else. Anyway, but he was like, so just check before. And Sean, I could see Sean's face well, go because like, I have in shock because Sean loves to mix things, as we know. I have quite a few, but what I do is I only use one or two at a time. And then I rotate every couple of days. I use something new. So it's kind of that, fun. I have that one. So I got this one thing from The Ordinary. I think it's like a alpha hydroxy. And I didn't realize when I bought it that it needed to be refrigerated once it's opened. And so it's been in our fridge and I just forgot about it. Because who... I know people buy those fridges for their bathrooms. What? These like mini fridges. Because there's a lot of like facial stuff. Can we put be. beer in there? You could. Bathroom um, beers. Mm -hmm. A shower beer is nice, right? In summertime? <laughs> yes. Every so often, yeah. yes. Not all the time. But, but I hate... Does anybody, has anybody else had this happen? I know this is very silly. But that it had to be refrigerated. And so I promptly forgot about it. I know it's still there. Because mm -hmm. who, who goes to the fridge? Oh, you know what? I'm going to go wash my face. Real quick, let me get some stuff from the fridge. Okay. <laughs> Who thinks like that? You're so bird anyway. bathing under the water. Disguising. I know. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. So my mm -hmm. regime, my regimen. Regimen? Regime? Yeah. Regime is like. Skincare yeah! regime. It's like regimen. I am pretty strict with it. Yeah. but uh, that, First I, of all, stay up mm -hmm. really late. Drink a moderate amount of water. That's, you know, the first thing. Stay to... up really late? <laughs> <laughs> this is my regime. And then I use this to counteract it. I use the squalene cleanser, which I actually really like. Mm -hmm. it's, nice. it's like your third bottle or something. Um, and it lasts forever. Mm -hmm. It's like I think it's like eleven dollars. But it, it, I've had that for six months now. Then I've got the uh, the moisturizer. You've only had it for a few months. I ordered it last time. Oh, but that's okay. Then I have the moisturizer, mm -hmm. which lasts quite a while. And mm -hmm. in between these two, you go like this. And you put that. Oh no, wait. That's the order. I do the. Uh, uh, the, Botox. Yep. And then I do the uh, hyaluronic, hyaluronic and then this to seal it. And all then in. the moisturizer. And then a hairdryer and the hairdryer. Yeah. You got to seal it in. <laughs> <laughs> I do Sounds feel like... a little tight afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, I'm going to put, I have this dry patch on my chin that's been driving me crazy for like two weeks. I'm going to try the hyaluronic. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. You try all of them. Make a super sauce. <laughs> no, I don't want to freak my skin out. Yeah. I got a little at a time, especially since it's already mad. What's what's mind blowing though is that some companies do charge a little bit of money, and some people spend a lot of money. There's a things. huge, it's a huge markup on face like face products, and people claim they get like higher quality things, and I believe that you probably can, mm -hmm. but I think it's all within reason, and 
the thing that really gets me is that packaging, there's a woman I follow on TikTok, which is interesting because she worked in marketing and packaging mm -hmm. and she likes ordinary because it's very simplistic, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of them. She'll be like, okay, so Slotion was $90. She's like, and you have to pay attention here at the bottom. It says 0.5 of an ounce. Like it's the smallest amount and the bottle's huge. It must and she, be really she's good like, stuff. No, and then she's like, look at all this packaging to make you think you're getting more. Oh. And she's like, in bright colors. Oh, like she calls out, um, I think it's like Tarte and uh, Tatcha and just a bunch of different brands. Even uh, Drunk Elephant because they have these huge tops that go over their things. So you don't get as much product. It just looks like a lot more, but it's actually a I lot more waste. I noticed that with the Drunk Elephant, the pink one. Mm -hmm. that, that one was really good. Yeah, but some of them have a big like, mm -hmm. it's like this tall. The thing's like three inches tall. And that's all that is the pump or this thing to squirt out the product. And there's no product in that area. The product's like in this small little patch at the bottom. So anyway, but she likes Ordinary. It's good. And for the price point, I think it's approachable <laughs> for anyone, really. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why, partly why I like it, but then also because I think it's quality product. Yeah, we do. So I'm, I'm down with the Ordinary. Yep. There you have it. That's the truth. All right. Okay. All that talk about Harrison Ford fighting mm -hmm. Nazis. Oh yeah, he's gonna be fighting Nazis in this one, which, that's the, the recipe for a good... I thought uh, that's what he did in the originals. Exactly. Oh. Let's get back to business, you know? Mm -hmm. Kick some Nazi ass. Sure. Mm -hmm. Harrison Ford will never forget, and never, neither will I, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got interviewed, um, speaking of Harrison Ford, in the same... Not really the same era, but almost. Robert Redford's daughter interviewed me for this documentary about narcissism. I don't know when it's going to come out or what, you know, but I'll let you guys know. But and anyway, you, you said she was a nice lady, super nice. And she looks just like her dad. Oh, it was kind of funny. I was like, clearly that's who that is. He was the Brad Pitt of his day mm -hmm. in the seventies. Yeah. He's the man. He's the man. But anyway, she lives in Salt Lake city, I guess it's beautiful. I'd never been. Not that I really spent that much time, um, but the the mountains were beautiful and they had some snow on them. It was just really pretty. Yeah, ski season is upon us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they finally got some rain in LA, so all the mountains are putting more snow on the mountains so they can open earlier to make up for all the lost years with no snow. Oh, you mean the temperatures cool enough to pump snow? To I guess so. Manufacture. I think so. Cool. Good for LA. That's what people have said. People have said they went, like, uh, Linnea, my manager, went to Big Bear with her girls in oh. the snow. And Harriet, our, my publicist, she went too. Nice. It was very snowy. I know. I saw uh, our man, Jose Tolly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Joe Tolly. He uh, mm -hmm. was up at Mammoth with his kiddos. What oh, a magical yeah. time. Because mm -hmm. they've never, the little girls have never been to the mountain. So oh. they went to, for a family trip last weekend. Can you imagine growing up and not ever seeing the snow? No. That blows my mind sometimes. Not that in Washington we got a shitload, but every year you get some and we would look forward to it like crazy. And I remember, remember when we went to Mammoth, this is years ago, but my friend Rocio, who you've all met, she's been on my channel and, um, and another friend, Liz, who I don't think you guys have met, drove up together to meet us for, I don't know, just a long weekend or yeah. something up in Mammoth. Rocio's from El Salvador. Liz is from Hawaii. Neither of them had ever been in the snow. But they had chains. They were all prepared because it was a big storm. And I was like, you guys got to hurry. The storm is coming or whatever. And they like got stuck in Independence, California. Well, they it was interesting because they weren't they didn't know each other beforehand. Mm -mm. They knew of each other. We had already gotten up to the mountain mm -hmm. a couple of days earlier. Yeah, like two nights before. And so we were just having a good time sitting by the fireplace. We'd been snowboarding that day. Yeah, we'd ate like lasagna and we were playing like card games and stuff. It was great. And we kept getting phone calls from them. Mm -hmm. We're leaving Los Angeles. We're on our way. Yep. We're getting closer. Oh, there's a fire. We're stopped along the, the highway. I'm like, the there's fire a fire. The fire is coming to get us. They're 
Remember? It was crazy. It got up right to the, the, the it highway. It took them like seven or eight hours to get to us instead of like five. Yeah. And then they hit the snow and they're both like in awe. And I can only imagine, you know, if you come from a very warm climate mm -hmm. and you hear that ice falls from the sky, you're like, I could use some ice right now, especially yeah. the Hawaiians. They like the shaved ice, you mm -hmm. know, you're like just falls from the sky, shaved ice. I don't think that's what people say, honey. I think no. they say snow. Wow. We don't get that here. Yeah. Only they say, wow, ice falls from the sky. <laughs> well, they have schools there. I know, I know. I, <laughs> but, you know, like the concept. Well, then they both lived in LA. So it's like, there's no snow there, really. The, the reverse would be for me coming from Canada saying, you know what? It's amazing. But every once in a while, the ground gets really warm, you know? Sure. Like as if there was a radiant heater coming off the ground, you know? Okay. Like, do you know what I mean? No. Like the you still got of, sun. Yeah, but it wasn't like. It's not nice sun. You're like, you mean there's no mosquitoes with your son? Yeah. You know, because <laughs> snow is falling from the sky, right? Yes. It, what if the ground got really hot all of a sudden, mm. like you had a radiant heater underneath mm. you? You're like, wow, it's really nice here. Mm -hmm. You take your boots. You don't have to wear winter boots. You just walk around barefoot. Mm. You're like, this is Like amazing. our neighbor. We have the weirdest neighbor, you guys, who walks his dogs without any socks or shoes on. Maybe he's just a hippie. I grew up in hippie land. Sure. The other day it was pouring down rain and yeah, he was out that. without wearing shoes. And then it's been really cold, like freezing temperatures into the 40s. And my mom and I, it was also still damp out and just kind of dreary that day. We were going to run to the grocery store or something. And I was backing out and my mom's like, oh, there's your neighbor. And I was like, is he wearing shoes? And she was like, no, he's not. Does anybody else not wear shoes out in public when you're just walking on a sidewalk in a suburban area? I'd be afraid I'd either step on something that would poke me through my foot or we, I mean, we have scorpions here. We have scorpion. You call me scorpion. We have lots of bugs. Yeah. Dog poop on the dog sidewalk. Dog poop. Who does that, by the way? Mm. Listen, if you got a dog, pick up the poop, man. Mm -hmm. It's just. It's common courtesy because I've noticed lately there seems to be a lot more turds on on turds. the on the sides and I'm, there are there's a lot one of house down the street. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure that dude just lets his dog dookie everywhere. Like it's oh, all over his, his yeah his sidewalk and his driveway. There's always you know when you do the big loop. Yeah, yeah, it's on on the big loop. Oh, I'll have to pay attention. Yeah. I haven't looked. I'll show you where it is. But yeah, know, but yeah, there's like, lots. Oh. Have you do you do that? I understand there is one time where Roxy was not feeling well and we didn't know. And we were walking her just like kind of towards downtown Austin. And we were walking around this block and she took a poop and we picked it up with our bag and we realized like, oh crap, literally, that's our last bag. And we're like, well, she should be fine because she only poops every like four hours. And we're like, we're going to be here for like two. We're going to grab dinner. And then we're like, and then we'll go home. As we're bagging up and tying the other one, she poops again. And I'm like, it, I could had nothing. I couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. I, I thought about using my sock. But then, yeah, or scooping it up in the little egg that holds her poop bags. Oh, yeah. There, there <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. the only time that we were not able to pick it up. Yeah. And it wasn't a big dookie. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it's rude. Yeah, it's kind of gross. But you do have times where you forget and you don't have bags on you. Right. Although I actually ran back out. I remember I walked her and she pooped and I was like, you didn't refill the bags. You used the last of them or something. And then I walked out with the bags and picked it up. It'd be amazing if you could train a dog to pick up their own poop. Right. And like they did it and they turn around, they take mm -hmm. their little bag out. <laughs> they look in shame just like I do, you know? Oh, I just do it quick and yeah. over it. But I do some, it's funny when you tie it onto her, she doesn't like it onto her harness. Yeah. 
It's like, I want my dookie following me. <laughs> so, I left that back there. <laughs> what if my friends see me? My mom got us this thing to go on the, the little handle for the leash and it holds the bag so you don't have to hold it. Yeah, but then it just bumps into your hand. No, it doesn't. It hangs below. Mm. What are you going like this? Yeah. How well, are you holding your leash? What's happening? Because Roxy's crazy on the leash. It's no, like, like this and it hangs down here. Mm. Sean has. Too close. <laughs> So you hold it in your hand and that's better? No, I use a fishing rod now. I just oh. stick it straight out away from me. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. Mm -hmm. Yes. One last thing. Okay. I thought the Red Hot Chili Peppers were not going to be able to write new music again that I'd be into. Like, Why would you think? Just because sometimes the, their, their newer stuff was falling flat with me. Mm. But mainly because John for sure. Didn't they lose their main dude? Yeah, the guy who, the creative juice mm -hmm. of the band. Mm -hmm. um, this year... Mm -hmm. They've put out two double albums because he's back. They got he's rid of the old back. guy, which, you know, felt bad for him, but they weren't writing good new music. It I sounded like... It, I would say if he's not good, it's like any job. Yeah. If you're not good at your job, you get fired. Well, he's great at playing the old stuff, but not at writing new music. Mm. As long as there's nobody in that band that's writing new music. Yeah. It sounds like that. And he he's actually happy. I think his name is Josh. He's happy he left the band. Oh. Because... Well, there's probably pressure on him to do this. And like he said, he was creatively stifled. They were so strict oh. about it has to sound just like the Chili Peppers when we take the stage. Oh, so and it so wasn't he, that he couldn't write new music. They wouldn't really let him. Yeah. He's like, I brought in some new songs, guys. And they're like, mm, we don't like them. It doesn't sound like John would write this. And you're like, well, then where the fuck is John? Why don't you channel John? <laughs> so anyways, he's back in oh, the band. For a creative, that would suck to yeah. be told. That's like somebody coming onto my channel and being like, can you do this more like Mr. Beast? Right. I'd be like, but I'm not Mr. Beast. But yeah, just, just, just go back and try, try it again. That's what, like, I think that's what YouTube tells all the creators. I know. Can you do this more like Mr. Beast? And you're like, you can fuck right off. We had done a television show once um, back in the day, uh, Drumheads. Mm -hmm. And they they told Demetrius, who's the executive producer, he was shopping around town. Mm -hmm. So um, when in the process of shopping it around town, he was at uh, MTV Viacom. Okay. And uh, at the time, Jersey Shore was the hot the hot Jersey, show. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Mm -hmm. And Jersey Shore is so like, trashy. Well, it was just people losing their cool and having a We're great time. Wasted. I mean, it was like I couldn't even watch it. Yeah. I think I was too old for it by the time it came out. And lots of fighting and arguing. Yep. Um, so they asked him, Can you make your show just like the Jersey Shore, <laughs> but with drums? And he was like, That doesn't really work. No, that's not the show. The yeah. show is like, Yeah, yeah, but if you could have like, you know, conflict and maybe like people smashing things and yelling. You know, and he's like, uh, and maybe if they go out to the bar to blow off steam after work and get into an argument, you know. You're oh, like, my God. They were writing basically the Jersey Shore with a drum kit. Yeah. You know, oh, which man. Is... No, I'll always. I mean, I respect what MTV has done and what I mean, the fact that they're not even a music TV anymore, yet they're still MTV just kills me. But I'll never forget them reaching out to film me for doing something. I remember what it was. They wanted me to interview me for something and their release. I was like, so just word to the wise, their release, their standard release, meaning I'm giving them the ability or the wherewithal to like take my image and the, what they film and use it is that they can make you look in any kind of way. And they explicitly write disparaging, uh, incriminating, like all these are horrible. You're like, what? They can edit it in any way to make it sensationalized. I was the like... To chase the, the story or not the story, but to, no, chase, to the, chase clicks and views and yeah. to make it more exciting. And I was like, absolutely not. You're basically signing over your image for whatever they want to do. And they can do whatever. And, yeah. you know, 
Some people are into it. Remember, we just saw uh, Paulie D. Yes, we did at the airport. He didn't look very old. I He's thought, like my age. No, I thought Paulie D's older than me. No. I remember, didn't we look this up? I think they're younger than me, but not They dressed by. younger, for mm-hmm. sure. They dressed like uh, my nephew's dress. They did. I was like, those are And he cool. had like a, a weird entourage of like four people. And I just found that really. Maybe they're just buddies, though. Yeah. Know? And he could have, he could have like. He could be nervous to be out on his own. I know a lot of people kind of get that way because he might have used to have been like bombarded by people. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to mm-hmm. hold that up. So the red hot chili peppers. Well, hold on. Polly D. Yeah. Oh, he's 42. Okay. He's from Providence, Rhode Island. He's not even from Joyzy. I didn't even know. Well, he's born. So maybe he, you know. He still had the same hairdo. Mm-hmm. I wish I still had the same hairdo. He did, but he's just a few years older than me. Okay. But yeah. Anyway, we saw him at the airport in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wait, what are you going to do? He's probably DJing at one of the local Yeah, because he does DJ. Yeah. Anyway, it was kind of interesting and funny. And the lady at Starbucks, because they had ordered something and we were just sitting there and I was like, I think that's Polly D. And um, then I went to order and the girl's like, do you know that's Polly D? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I know. And I played the <laughs> telephone game. And I got to the the gate, mm-hmm. you know, where they do the, not the gate, the scan and all that. No, it was after that. We, where do we go? Oh, you know, the gate then to the, to get, on the, to the get on the plane. Mm-hmm. And I told the lady at the, you know, as we were scanning our ticket to get on the plane, I said, do you know, Polly Shore is here. Polly Shore. Yeah. Polly D. I know. I screwed it up. I was playing telephone game. <laughs> and yeah, because Jersey Shore and Polly. And I was like, we met told him lady, too. I know, but I told the lady that Polly Shore was in the. Oh, so she's like, where? She was looking for Polly Shore. Wrong Polly. Oops. Dudes, or whatever he says. The yeah, buddy. Yeah. yeah. He's a nice all. guy. Yeah, nice guy. Okay. Are we ready for letters? Oh, we can get into letters. But or, do you have a, something else? Go well, for just it. with the chili peppers. Mm, uh, back to the chili peppers, yes. They're back to doing the thing that I like, which mm-hmm. is writing the hits. And they have two songs off hits. two double albums. That's that, such a silly thing to say. They're back to doing what I love, which is writing the hits. Well, the other stuff is like. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Everybody's going to like the hits. It's like Chili Peppers. That's why they're music. hits. <laughs> you like that they're writing the music like the old days is no, really what you're saying. It's not even. That's the cool part is that mm. one of the new songs doesn't sound like old Chili Peppers. Okay. I mean, it sounds like them, but they're taking creative. Uh, what's the word risks risks yes mm. that's good mm. creative risks and um so there's two songs two double albums lots of material to get through that's a ton of music a ton there's like 40 songs on each one or something why didn't like they space out the releases i don't know um maybe they're just so excited john was back john's back everybody john's back party, did you party, hear party, 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 party. john's back guys <laughs> hey Hey, did you know John's, John's co- back? John's coming over. We're going to record some music today. And they went crazy. And Rick Rubin got on board. Mm. So they did two double albums in 2022, which wow. is pretty cool. So we've got a lot to unpack here. We saw Rick Rubin in Santa Monica. Yeah. And it was such a, he's such an interesting looking character. I respect character. that guy. I really yeah, super like talented. You have to look him up. But anyway, he was walking across Wilshire Boulevard and John's like, I'm pretty, I think we were in the car, weren't we? And you were like, I think that's Rick Rubin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, he yeah, always yeah, looks yeah. the same. Mm-hmm. He's wearing khakis, a white t-shirt, a long beard, pushing a baby carriage. Yep, with this. his like 22-year-old model wife. Uh, I don't know who she is. She's definitely a lot. Yeah. Well, he's fully gray. Yeah, yeah. He's, so. he's uh, I think, 10 years older than me. So Yeah, I don't know who he's married to. That's interesting. But he's super. If you want to. Well, didn't he have a documentary? Yeah, yeah. He's probably got a lot of documentaries about him. Yeah. Anyways, they, they produced two songs that I think are amazing if you want to check it out. The first one is 
off of Unlimited Love, which mm -hmm. was the first double album that came out this year. And the song is called Here Ever After. And for some reason, this is when I know a song is a banger because like two weeks later, after not listening to something, boom, it's in my head and it's looping. Mm -hmm. I'll wake up to something and, and I'm like, where did that, why did that show up and why won't it leave? And then I got to listen to it. I got to put the music on. Sometimes oh, funny. I'll have a favorite band. I'll put an album on. It's new. And I'm like, oh, it's good. And then I'll never go back to it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm the type that I like play it till I hate it. Right. When I like a song, I play it till I hate it. So Rick Rubin is married to Moriel Hurtado Herrera, a former oh. actress and model turned farmer. Makes sense. They have a child named Ra. R-A. I guess Ra was the one in the baby mm -hmm. carriage. Must be. So yeah, he was raised in a loving Jewish household in Long Island, New York. Hmm. But now he lives in LA, obviously. It's Malibu, yeah. Yeah, he lives in Malibu. Uh, so Here Ever After, fantastic song. Mm -hmm. It's in my head. I can't stop listening to it. I love it. And I jam out. Yep. I'll turn it up to like level 10 in the car. And like. And Sean wonders why it has tinnitus. Well, the stereo goes to 42, but I go to level 10. You don't. You go to like 35. Because <laughs> I'll get in. I'm like, oh. Yeah. That's so loud, but he's excited. And then uh, the newest double album that came mm -hmm. out, which I put the first song on. I was like, I don't like this. I don't like it at all. Uh-oh. Get the other guy back. John, you're out. Josh is back in. Josh, Josh for John. Hey, everybody. Josh is coming back. <laughs> and they're like, no. Mm -hmm. So um, on this album, though, there's a song called Eddie. Okay. And it is very, very good. To the point where when I first heard, I was like, what is going on here? Like, this isn't. This is not my chili peppers. I've grown up on the chili peppers. This is not, no, 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 you know? But it. I find that so funny. Just pause for one sec. I do yeah. want to hear about Eddie. But I, this is, I think is the struggle. I don't know if anybody else can see where I'm going with this. But when you're creating stuff, there is this struggle. Cause not that I create, I'm not comparing myself to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. But when you create things that you put out to the world mm -hmm. in general, artists, sculptors, musicians, chefs, people who create things of uh, fashion designers people fall in love with you at a certain time like i love sex in the city but you wouldn't catch i will never watch the new what's it even called and the and sex that, in the old folks home no but it's like all woke bullshit i just can't i i like sex in the city from when i knew it and i don't want to sully it with this new trash they fucked me with the second movie and i'm never going back to them i'm like i like what i liked i'm not gonna mm -mm. Mm -mm. So why don't you explain what, what that means? No, but what I'm saying is that sometimes we fall in love with a craft or an art or a thing at a certain time. And then we expect them to keep creating that exact same thing, oh, yeah. even though they've changed. Like I'm not opposed to the people from sex and city. Also, Samantha's not part of it. And that bothers me too, but I'm not opposed to them creating their new thing. That's just not the sex and the city that I want. I want, 1995 sex in the city or whatever it was it did seem like a bit of a cash grab because the yeah. characters weren't the same all of a sudden they were like it seemed like they were pandering yeah they when weren't the same people they used to be risk takers mm -hmm. and, and be edgy and different and this was like vanilla that's what, and that's what made the show so cool is that mm -hmm. they were they pushed back against what the norm was yeah at the time like no one talked about things like that and women having sex that weren't married and living on their own and not feeling the need to get it was just a very different view and i think that's what made it so popular mm. and the fact that now they just went in with what they're quote-unquote supposed to made it not what i thought it should be do you know what i mean yeah. but i don't expect them like it's fine people are i mean it's it's very divided people either love it or hate it and whatever you do you i'd love to hear your thoughts at otdmpod at gmail.com but anyway I'm just saying that I'm not mad at them for creating it. And I don't expect them to keep creating the same. 
and I think we a lot of times we do that. Well, where we're like, I like them like this way. I now keep creating this way. Yeah, creating to satisfy what the audience wants mm -hmm. instead of what you want. Mm -hmm. It may work one or two times, but eventually people are like, oh, I, I know what's going on here. Yeah. You're just in it for the money. Yeah, you're, you're pan I don't like pandering things. I like, um, I think Sex and the City, back, this example I'm just following, back in the day I enjoyed because it was, it was fresh, it was new, it was different, it was, it was risky, it was a little... Um, you know, too sexualized or too whatever. It was on HBO. It should have been. And now it's kind of a little, like all of my friends who love Sex City are like, don't watch it. It's going to ruin it for you. You're going to it. Hate was it was odd. They made a whole episode around Depends Undergarments. <laughs> did not. I don't even know what it's about. Samantha, what are you I wearing? She's not part of it. She refused to sign up for it. Oh. Which should tell us something. But anyways, I'm just saying that with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, when you're like, you want what you liked before. Oh. You know, sometimes so tell it's me hard. about Eddie. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it's just hard to to capture lightning in the bottle more mm -hmm. than once. If you have a one hit wonder, you know the song uh, "Spirit in the Sky." Mm -hmm. Do you know who sang it? No. Yeah, it wasn't the Beatles. You know, uh, I didn't think it was the Beatles, but but it, uh, Norman Greenbaum or something mm -hmm. like that. Okay. And if you go to his uh, his Twitter, mm -hmm. I think it says uh, "One Hit Wonder" in his oh, bio. Yeah. <laughs> but man, the guy wrote one of the biggest jams ever, and a, a Christian song, no less. You know. Yeah. Going up to the spirit in the sky. Spirit in the sky. I, when I was a kid, I was like, there's Jesus a lot sounds of, good. You there's know? a like, lot of one hit wonders though out there. Right. Like Natalie Imbruglia. Whatever happened to her? She's probably in Toronto <laughs> making a feshwada. And Is she from it. Canada? Yeah, she's from Toronto. She's a... Wow, Canadians always know their other Portuguese random Canadians. Canada. Yeah. I'm like a bird that flies south for the winter and makes a lot of money on albums I'm i don't like a bird i don't think that's her song that's not her no i no. don't think so you might be right but i think natalie and brulia sing a different song stay no is that lisa Loeb? that's lisa Loeb. not canadian yeah it's i think it's torn we don't claim her we don't claim her we uh, yeah torn um mm, don't know how that goes i could play it but we're gonna get fucked but anyway torn is and that's not the song you're thinking of um natalie merchant no, uh, hold on. It'll come to me in a second. You keep talking. It'll come back. All right. So Eddie, the song Eddie. Oh, yeah. So the Chili Peppers, you know, it's hard to capture lightning in the bottle once. They did it so many times with so many songs. It's amazing how long they've lasted. Nelly Furtado. Oh, just yeah. just took my brain a second to think of it. Okay. Nelly Furtado. Uh, Is she Canadian also? That's the, the one from Canada. She's the one from Canada. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Furtado that's sounds. our Canadian friend. Who, who are we talking about? Natalie Imbruglia. Oh, she's British. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't look that up. Okay. Uh, no, for Toddos. I'm told I can't sing the song, but I, I want to, but I can't. All right. Anyway. So the Chili Peppers stand in the uh, in the grand scheme of things, one of these bands that has created a zillion hits. Yeah. And it's pretty impressive. Um, I I'm in awe of people who who are they going to go on tour soon? I think they're permanently on tour. Probably. You should see them. I, I should. I, I want to see George Strait really bad. I just have to pick the tickets. He's already been to Austin. It was uh -huh. like right now. So they have this song, Eddie, mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. It took me a little while to get into it. But the more I listened, I'm like, what is going on? How did they write this? And mm -hmm. um, it sounds so simple in the beginning. But by the time you get to the end and there's a guitar solo in the end, it is. I don't really like guitar solos, but I, I hear know. you. I'm following. <laughs> How do they go? <laughs> Might as well just put it with the drum solos because I'm not interested in either of them. Unless they only last for like 30 seconds or a minute oh. max. But when I'm at a concert and they just like go off the rails for like 15, I'm like, 
I'm going to go to the bathroom. Slash doing I'll the Godfather. Back. Not yeah. interested. Yeah. I'll be back. Okay. I'm going to go pee. I'm going to get a hot dog, maybe a beer. I'll come back around. Right and on. they'll still be. And that's the pentatonic scale. Right there. <laughs> okay. At least how I play it. Anyways, that's all. Uh, I just really dig that. You want to get into letters? Yes. All right. I'm going to get into the, or did you have other things that you no, prepared no. for us? I've got nothing. I've got nothing. Wander on the weeds. Okay. Um, I know, Tom, we have some clips from you. Okay. We'll Tommy. Hey there, Tammy. Oh, hey, Tammy. Tammy. How's that whiskey collection, bourbon collection that you got going on? Let's see. Let's see if this works. This one, if it will open, is about Ben. Oh, Benching 670. Let's see if it. Oh. Oh, it's a video. No, no, no. Don't pick that up. Th th this That's is a bad idea. That's, so he is laying down for anybody just listening. He's going to bench six. Because remember, if you didn't know, Tom is a power lifter. Is that what it's called? I'm sorry, Tom, if I'm fucking it up. I dig this gym, though. It's America. They've got a muscle car in there. This is it's Americana for sure. It's, he's going to lift it. Here ah! we go. Oh, my goodness. No, 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 oh, my no. God. Look at his leg shaking. That is some hard. Holy. Do you have do you ever struggle holy with hernias? Shoot. No, but that's that's Very, legit. That, holy. Look. Oh my god. Awesome. There's a bunch of muscle cars in there. Holy shit. Well, my friend. Uh, well, that was awesome. Remind me never to insult you. Uh, right? <laughs> hey, 675 pounds. What also weighs 675 pounds? I don't know. Like, probably the world's biggest pumpkin. You could probably pick that up. It's just, it's a lot. The probably an engine block out of a car. Just unbolt it. Tom, come here. Pick it up and Oh, 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 sorry. I hit something else and opened up another thing. That's okay. That was crazy, Tom. What else weighs 675 pounds? I don't know, Sean. <laughs> no, how, how much does like a Honda uh, Civic weigh? Well, more than that. Oh. Probably like 2,000 pounds, 2,500. I don't know. 3,000 pounds. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine. Just uh, what would you do with all that power? You know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just, it's crazy. Look at the stacks. There's so many weights. But seriously, you could probably pull an engine out of a car. That yeah. would be cool. I got that. No, no, we don't need a cherry picker. That's how they train is those muscle cars behind there. Mm -hmm. You have to take mm -hmm. the engine out. I don't know how to unread something because Tom sent something for Christmas that I'm supposed to read closer to Christmas. You go like this to the three dots. Oh. And you say, no, that's not it. Oh, sorry. You just press the, uh, the envelope again. And it, oh, it puts okay. it back in the envelope. Puts it back. Okay, so I'll hold on to those, Tom. I see Christmas message, Santa, Tom. So we will do those later. Okay. I wonder how long you have to train it. I'm kind of in awe of that. Yeah, uh, pretty maybe amazing. That's a, a lifelong uh, thing. Yeah, pretty I mean, wild. Probably, huh? probably start when you're like ten or something. So I'm, I'll probably never get there. Yeah. I wonder if I start training now, how far I could get? Four hundred pounds. Maybe. Someone help me. Maybe I had like four people helping me. I get worried of hernias. Mr. Belly Button. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Tom, do you worry about that? What, I feel like, I mean, he had the, the protective band. I even had to put a protective band on. I remember when I did. <laughs> okay. So in high school, I played a lot of sports. I played soccer, softball, and I did also um, like, what do you call it? Com competitive teams, like outside of. Intramural? Like, no. Club? Yeah, club teams. So I played soccer and softball almost year round. And then at school we had PE and I had always just done regular PE. But at a certain point they opened up 
uh, what was called light weights. Because it used to be you could do weights class, you could do circuit training, mm -hmm. you could do, I don't know, a bunch of different things. And so I had done all sorts, but I never really wanted to do weights. It was always all the dudes. And no, you know, I mean, girls can do it too. I'm not saying girls can't. I just didn't really know what I was doing. And I felt kind of like immediately over my head. Then they opened up a lightweight. So all of me and my friends who already played sports and stuff were like, yeah, now we get to learn how to use the equipment because I don't understand what any of this does. And I had to wear that belt. Oh, yeah. To hold in my guts. Your kidney belt or whatever. And it was kind of fun. And it it's fun to like... I think it's the competitor in me that was like, you compete against yourself. We're like, well, I lifted 50 pounds. I can do 55. And then you try to see how many reps you can do. So it was kind of cool, but that was really hardcore. But I had to wear the belt. Very cool. So Tom wore the belt. But do people, I'd assume in that line of work, get hernias, right? Oh, I would assume all the time. They probably blow out all sorts of. Yeah, your guts. Yeah. Blow your guts your, out. Your insides go to your outsides because <laughs> you're, you're, you're going and you're turning purple, you know? Okay, we have one more clip from Tom. Let's see if I can. I think I'm doing this right, Tom. I'm sorry if I'm out of order. I know I have that Christmas one. I'll play it later. But here is one of the clips. Oh, it's trains. That's oh. what it is. Okay, sorry, Tom. I wasn't understanding. I'm having. I'm having oh, I see. So now we're getting down to business. We there's got the train a photo. Collection. Okay, so okay. this is perfect. That is so pretty. Wow. Hold on. So mm -hmm. now, if you're just listening, so if you're just listening, there was a video of a train going around a small little loop of a track, and here is a photo of a snowy setting of a train. Oh, it's amazing. So. This reminds me mm -hmm. of when I was in high school and I played uh, war games and we used to build dioramas. Oh, and, yeah. You know, like readouts and forts mm -hmm. and battlefields, basically. Mm -hmm. And I just, I absolutely love the world of miniature where you're building things and you're creating. Yeah. And this reminds me of Beetlejuice. Oh, yes, it does. Has anybody watched Beetlejuice? I, I mean, I love Beetlejuice. And also Peyton Manning's little Peyton Manning world. <laughs> yes. When Beetlejuice breaks up out of the, the cemetery in the little fake. So good. It's so good. Tim Burton's a genius. That's so cool. Nice That's, work, Tom. Yeah, nice work, Tom. Okay. Now we have one more video. Well, we have a couple, I think. But I think this is the only other video. Oh, look. So we're just watching the train go around the tracks of that snowy. Oh, so cool. Wow, amazing. I wonder how many how large the train collection this is. I don't know. Tell us more, Tom. Look. So those are the two more photos. Is that like a train depot? It looks like it. Nice. It's a crossing. You have to have a large space dedicated to that. But yeah. It'd it be looks cool like if you it's... had a train set going all through your house, like room to room. Oh, up on the the ceiling? Yeah. Almost like in Casper the Ghost, that yeah. film Casper the Ghost. Cut holes in the walls so I the trains it. can go through. Yeah. I love it. I think it'd be cool. Okay. We have a letter. Thank you, Tom. And we will read your other one closer to Christmas. Also, cool hobby. I dig it. Yeah. Trains. More photos of the trains, You ever please. heard of the Swayze Express? Have you watched that Trailer Park Boys? Please let us know. Okay. Um, this is from Lydia. Are we ready? It's entitled, I'm very excited, CrossFit. And I, I sadly think this is all the time we have is for this letter. Okay. So this says, hi again, Sean, Katie, and all of OTDM land. Hi, Lydia. What's up? Oh, what's up? I thought you said, what's, I thought you were asking a question. Sorry. What's up, dog? Nothing. What's up with you? I couldn't help but giggle when you were talking about the CrossFit movements that you had seen. <laughs> 
the specific one you spoke about is called a bar muscle up. Remember? Pull up. The lurch and hurl. <laughs> yep. It's a tough movement that not everyone will accomplish. I wanted to talk to you more about the accessibility of CrossFit and how most people view CrossFit as not for them when it most certainly can be. My own family were skeptics when I expressed interest in starting at the local CrossFit gym. Now, my parents are 55 plus and my special needs sisters. Oh, so now my parents, 55 and plus, and my special needs sister take classes. Oh, cool. Wow. Buckle up for a longer letter. We're here for it. CrossFit can be enjoyed by all, but uh, all people, but CrossFit can be enjoyed by all. But people mostly see the CrossFit game athletes like Olympics, who are the highest level athletes in the sport. And that's why people think CrossFit isn't for them and steer away from it. Makes sense. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I watched the Karate Kid and I thought I could do karate. Karate. You know what I mean? Yeah, sweep the leg. Right. The cool thing about the sport is that it can be scaled to your specific needs so you can get the best workout for you on any particular day. That's what I love most. For example, a workout I coached yesterday hero workout or BERT, a workout memorial, memorial, memorializing. I'm having trouble today, you guys. U.S. Marine Corporal Albert Gettings, 27, of Newcastle, Pennsylvania, who died on January 5th, 2009, while conducting counter-sniper op operations in Fallujah, Iraq. Oh, For time, 50 burpees, a 400-meter run, 100 push-ups, a 400-meter run, 150 walking lunges, a 400-meter run. 200 air squats, a 400 meter run, 150 walking lunges. You guessed it, a 400 meter run, 100 push ups. You lost me the push up, 400 meter run, and then 50 burpees. Sounds like a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Holy shit balls. Each, so a football field is 100 meters. Mm -hmm. And where'd you run to? You know, Timbuktu. Five miles away? Well, to make it accessible to everyone, including a 64-year-old young woman who attended the class, I, as a coach, know variations of the workout and different movements and modi modifications. Our 64-year-old young friend completed the workout modified with less reps on the movements and less distance on the runs, and the movements were each modified to her ability. Burpees elevated to box, a box, so push-ups to a box, low box step instead of lunges, okay. and squats. All of this while other people in the class did their own variations or the written variation. It's so fun to see the community supporting or the community support during these kinds of workouts and any workout. Watching everyone accomplish a challenging workout in whatever way is best suited for them makes my heart happy. Not all workouts are as long and difficult as this one. That's also the fun of CrossFit. Every day is different. Mm. That's cool because you do get kind of bored doing the same thing. I mean, I think that's why I don't really like gyms and why I love yoga because yoga, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but the fact that it's lead and I don't have to think about it and I'm just doing the thing and it's always different. It's yeah. always a different variation. Yeah. The warmups might be similar because you do kind of like this certain kind of asanas to get your warmed up. Like, a, I forget what they call it, but. It's like usually the first warm-up sequence, and then you move into other things. So I like that too. Some days are lift heavy. Some days we move fast for short periods of time, and some days we move slow for longer periods of time. I recommend trying a CrossFit class if you haven't, but just be sure that you talk to the coach about scaling appropriately for what you want that day. Let me know if y'all want to hear more about CrossFit, gymnastics, diving, dance, etc. I love talking about fitness fun. 
P.S. Sean and Katie, if you're anywhere near Dripping Springs, come check out Link Fitness Center. We'd love to have you try out a class. Oh, Link Fitness Center. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. I love it. Cool. Awesome. I'd love to hear more. I find it really cool to just learn more about things I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about gymnastics. I'd love to know more about that. Mm-hmm. Diving, I'm always interested in. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, why are you so interested in diving? I just think it's cool. Yeah. It takes a lot of guts to get up on that platform. It, it is. It's so high up there. I have been known to climb back down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I assess the risk and I decide it's not for me. Back it up. Gonna back away. Mm-hmm. But I do love the water and I do love a diving board. And I don't, I'm not afraid of a belly flop or making myself look silly. As long as it's not too far, it's not going to hurt me. Right. Because I had a girlfriend, I told you guys, jumped off. I mean, this isn't a diving board in a pool, but it was, we had this, um, we, it was like an old train track that they'd taken the train track away. And so we would jump from it into the, the river tre- below oh. the trellis, we called it. And she broke her collarbone. She was, it's not like she landed on it. It was the water. It was the way she, cause she like belly flopped. Ooh. I know. Jenny, get it together. Her name was Jenny. <laughs> I won't call her out by using her last name, but it was broken. We had to have a sling mm-hmm. on Monday when we saw her at school. It's Jennifer Garner, wasn't it? It was. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to call her out. You know, she's famous and everything. Right, right. <laughs> Can you imagine? I always wonder, because I didn't go to school with anybody who turned out to be famous yet, but I always wonder what it's like, you know, if you're like, oh my God, I will, like for instance, Taylor Swift. Right. Imagine. Yeah, because her, her best friend is still her best friend from high school, essentially because she became famous pretty quick. And I think it's hard to make new friends, yeah. I've heard from people, um, because you don't know if they want something from you. And so they usually have like their old school friends, like Kim Kardashian still hangs out with like her first friends in the in the industry, mm. you know? Um, yeah. I think it made me think of it because my mom was watching HGTV. So I was watching Celebrity IOU a little bit. And that's what a lot of them were. It was like my first friend in this or... The one person let me stay with them because they're the only person I knew in LA or whatever. And that becomes your entourage. Yeah. You slowly have your little group, your groups of people. Your posse. Yeah. And even on YouTube, I guess we kind of have our own little, not clicks because it's not really like that, but the people that you almost like grow up with a little. Mm. You meet at events at the same time and you help each other out and it's like a cute community in many ways. There, There's always the cool kids. You know, but they kind of come and go because they're very like pop culture-y. But then there's there's us education folks who just kind of hang in the shadows and like to nerd out together. I like my education folks. <laughs> that includes like fitness people too. Mm-hmm. Like Caleb and Cameron, we love. And Cassie, I love her too. So yeah, the positive power of the internet, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> people yes. uh, doing better. Yeah, no, and I it's, like it's fun. Growing with the internet instead of regressing. Yeah. I do hope YouTube, we had this event years ago called Educon, which was all educational creators. And I hope they put one of those on again, because it was cool to learn about all the different educators out there, like everything from cooking to what's the two red, one blue, or what was his channel? Remember? It's a math, yes. math channel, but way over my head. It was like calculus and I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know. Whew. I felt like I was talking all over you today. So I'm trying to, I felt like I wasn't very on today. Oh, this, mm-hmm. we should keep this part in. <laughs> okay. Self-criticism. Oh God, why'd you say that? Why'd you just Fucking say that? can't release that to the world. That's like that comedian that you like. Jesse uh, Kershaw. She's so nice. Yeah, there's. You know who's very nice as well? Who? Now I could be being um, catfished here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Andrew Dice Clay seems like a lovely gentleman. 
Andrew Silverstein or something. He's really funny. You've shared something recently in your Instagram stories where somebody asked him for a photo and he said no because he didn't want to take the stuff off his face because it was so cold. Okay, so... Or was that like a joke? Yeah, so the bit is Andrew Dice Clay, uh, that's not his real name. Um, Yeah, Andrew Andrew Silverman or Silverstein, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, But he became Dice Clay. It was a character. He was basically doing Shanana or... um, uh, what's his name? John Travolta. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his character, this greaser from the mm-hmm. 50s, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was so successful that he ditched all the other aspects of his comedy and he became the persona, the person. Oh, he, he became, became Andrew, Andrew Dice Clay. Clay. Inter- I didn't know that at all. Yeah, that's not who he is. I didn't even know that wasn't who he was. It's kind of like him. You know, he's... He's, uh, he's a New Yorker. He's yeah. a little, little rough around the he's, edges, I guess. I don't know. That's it, you know? Mm. And so he, uh, he does this bit now He's so smart on the on Instagram. Like his little bits are are little genius. You can see why this guy became so popular. But he was so popular in like 1989, 1992 when he hits. He was so popular that I, I think he was banned. His bit from, though, explain his bit. Oh, <laughs> back to his bit. So on Instagram, he does this thing where he he's he's standing there with his phone rolling. He's videotaping, and then he'll pan over to two people sitting in the park and he'll pan back to, and he'll turn it on himself. He's like, and then he'll walk over to the people and he say, I can't help but notice that you want a photo with me. And they're looking at him. (laughs) And and they don't know who he is. Nobody knows who he is. No one cares. And he's like, "Uh, if you must, uh, okay, take a picture, you know, we'll make it real quick. And they're like, no, no, I'm good. But he's been doing it and it keeps getting better. All the, his little encounters with That's people. why that lady was so awkward because I didn't know his bit. But you guys, he's bundled up like Nanook of the North. You cannot see anything because it's so cold out. He has, and he pretends that this lady asked for a photo and she was like, oh, da, da. she was like walking away and she's like, don't forget about it or something. And you're like, what? And he goes, I was rude there. I told her I didn't want to take my picture because I didn't want to take this stuff off my face. And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's it no one knows who he is even mm-hmm. when he's he doesn't have the stuff on mm-hmm. but then it he's such a good actor that when he flips the camera around on his face he goes through just like uh, a good example would be the guy who played tony soprano mm-hmm. he was so good at like a zillion i say the guy little micro movements of like micro expressions yeah like an eyebrow twitches and mm-hmm. like uh, you look a little pained mm-hmm. or you look thrilled but it's these subtleties and he does that in this instagram thing and it's all improv in the well, moment. With people who don't know who he is. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. I, I just, I lose it every time. I don't know puts... how people, so a lot of people, especially vloggers over the years, have like filmed in public and I am so incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah. But a friend of ours, Chase O'Donnell, has been doing these like if musicals were real life and she's like out in public in LA, which I mean, I guess in LA there's like a higher tolerance because you look, you'd be like, oh, it's an Instagram or, or something. And we just like move on. It's a theater kid. So people do that. Yeah. But she's like, da, 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 da. and she's doing all this stuff. And she's always dressed up. One time it was cats and she was like crawling on the floor in this alley. And I was like, ew. Um, <laughs> but then the reveal. So mm-hmm. it's, you're all up close on her. And you think it's her like in a stage and just, she's doing this thing. And she's then you, so good though. Cause she looks professional because she's a professional. Yeah. But. And you pan away and then you see people walking along the sidewalk right behind her. And they're like, yeah. And then they introduce the, the, the street noise because mm-hmm. before it was isolated noise and just the star yeah but which is her it, interiority right like how yeah. she sees it but it's, then you pull back and like there's a dirty mattress or like it's really it's really clever she's so funny yeah um i'm excited to see where she goes with things but that the fact that she can just hold her poise and do that thing and keep performing even when people are like i just don't 
I'm too embarrassed for yeah. my for myself and I'm embarrassed that I'm I don't know the whole thing just makes me very uncomfortable even when we vlogged in public sometimes I'm like yeah I, I can't can you do that can you teach me how do you how do I do that that just turn it off like the, the care button just like I don't know Oh yeah, zero fucks given. Your T-shirt, you gotta oh, wear yeah. that. I have to wear I that. Do for... not give a fuck about the situation. I gotta let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Anyway, right. Yeah. So she does those things. I think they're really cute too. It's great. That's that's what I like the internet for is finding new mm -hmm. new voices, new comedy. Yep. It's great. I just shared a really funny meme on the, inter in the internet that said me at a job interview, and the the interviewer says, "Can you perform under pressure?" And then it says me. I don't know if I know all the words, but I'll do my best. <laughs> Under pressure. I love it. I know. I just imagine you like, it's so serious. <clears throat> I don't know all the words, but. But here I go. <clears throat> I think that's a scene from The Office. That's how you write Michael. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm ready. Yes, I can. Or Dwight. Absolutely. It'd just be too funny. Yeah. Okay, well, it's time for me to make some tortillera. I gotta yes. go get the frozen, or not the frozen meats, but the uh, the cold meats, and uh, start mixing them, getting it together, making it happen. Have a wonderful. Well, it'll be the weekend, but enjoy your weekend. I hope you had a good time with your family, even if you're not in the states, or if you're in the states, doesn't matter. But I do like the fact that people turn to gratitude and tell people why they're grateful and i'm grateful for you guys it's really fun to do this i know that you know sean and i aren't the most consistent with this podcast like my podcast and we don't always talk about things that maybe you find interesting but i enjoy our time together and i enjoy the community and the camaraderie and your letters so keep them coming our stories are just as silly as your stories and that's why we like them we share in our funny quirky weird lives and i really appreciate it so have a wonderful rest of your weekend and we'll see you guys next time i hope you had a nice thanksgiving mm -hmm. and yeah like you said send in a letter yeah we love it okay bye, bye.